Hey, Grand Geeks, this is Tyler, and I have some new updates for you guys. First off, let's talk about some Fangirls Plus Boy. You heard me talking about it on several episodes before. It is still fully available on our website, thegrandgeekgathering.com. Go on there and find Fangirls Plus Boy. The entire season is up there, and it is hilarious. If you don't like it, money back guaranteed. And then our second update is we have two panels that are going to be at WonderCon on Friday the 23rd. One's going to be at 6 o'clock, and the other one's going to be at 7.30 in room 207 and then 208. So first off, we have Unnecessary Debates, which is returning from San Diego Comic-Con and going full circle, or half circle, to WonderCon. We have Abed Geith, one of the writers of Rick and Morty, and we have Michael Tanner. And then we also have Tony Kim, the founder of Hero Within Clothing Line. And then we have at 7.30, Tales of the Comic Book Shop. We'll see you at WonderCon, and enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Indie Comics section. Join us as we take you through the pages of some of the best stories and art that's available in the comic book industry. From trivia to book discussions and to interviews, this is Indie Comics. Alrighty, it's another Indie Comics. We are one week week late. Some things are just worth waiting for. That is very, very true. Take two. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Nobody will know, know that, until dude. now. Yeah, Tyler had, had to confess that this is our second introduction because it's like not it's not an indie comic. They would have been they would have been none the wiser, dude. Authentic, right? yeah. Just, experience. I like this because I get to watch how the sausage is made. <laughs> it's not That's as beautiful way. as you would hope, but nope. you know what? It still tastes good. <laughs> uh-huh. It's a good um, sausage. Let's just extend this metaphor, right? <laughs> I can't help myself. <laughs> Magnets, how do they work? Um, Rich in symbolism. So we're here with a very special guest making some sausage with us today. But who are but who are we though? <laughs> That's this, true. I guess we Tyler. should introduce ourselves. And this is Jeff. And Maddie. If you're not used to our voices yet, we talk to you. That's true. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> and we have a very special guest in a hoodie. Uh, and who is our guest today? Uh hi, I'm Steve Storman. Steve Storman. I- I love that last name. I'm like Storm in the Castle. <laughs> That's true. Do you ever like do you have lines when you like enter a room? You're like, I'm storming in. Um He's like, I'm way too you cool. Know, for that. No, no, I uh <laughs> although I have to say when I was a kid, um going to my local comic shop, my you know, the the alliteration of my name, I like put my first you know, got my first pull. And the guy who working was uh, who was working there is like, man, you have a superhero name, and I was like, oh, I have a superhero name. And it was, <laughs> so it's so true. Where's Stormin Man then? Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't like to reveal my secret identity. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the funny thing here? is, with what we see on him now, his super narrow name could totally be Stormin Hood. Stormin Ooh. Hood. Oh. Stormin the Hood. I still like Stormin the Castle. <laughs> that does something. It is though. Who gets to have like an alliteration and cool last name? It's very unfair. That is true. That is true. Mine's 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 my initials are trademark. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Tyler McFarl trademark. Mine's MD, so it could be like I'm a doctor. Oh but, yeah, but I'm not. I would still, I'd still I be like I'm sorry. It's, it's Doctor Maddie. <laughs> what are your initials, Jeff? Doctor <laughs> Professor Maddie. Oh, I'm JDA. I'm nothing. Uh... GA. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing fancy. Nothing fancy, unfortunately. You could be Yah. I could be Yah. 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 
Very Swedish, yeah. Indie comics, where we totally talk about comics. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And names. Exactly. Thank but you know what? Names, names are important, too. But <laughs> much more important is the name of your book series. What is your... Excellent segue <laughs> for Nicely a change. Done. I did it. I did it. You I unlocked did it. it. Um, I did um, My comic is called The Pros. Yes, The Pros. Yeah. That is our pick of this month, and we we're really, really, really excited for it. And uh, what exactly is The Pros? Uh, the Pros is a comic about spies who work for an insurance company um, for regular sort of uh, screw-ups who uh, take this job to uh, – you know, they're investigating the weirdest corners of our world and, um, you know, it's on one level uh, a regular crappy job but they're also in constant danger for their lives and have to try and do the right thing regardless nice what like what gave you the idea and the inspiration for it um uh the the long story is i was thinking about you know how classical genre stories would react to the age of privatization Mm -hmm. and sort of you know you have private entities corporations taking over government functions and you know what would a spy story look like yeah uh, in, uh the short answer is i got really stoned <laughs> where the best ideas come from <laughs> that is amazing so how did you get into comics in the first place give us a little history there yeah totally um i was i mean i loved you know x-men as a kid i watched yes. the show and then i started buying the comics and then i decided i was way too cool for all this kid stuff uh <laughs> most of the way through high school and then for my 18th birthday uh my buddy shoplifted me the first trade of transmetropolitan oh and wow that's it. And, Don't shoplift yeah. kids. It's not a good thing to do. Yeah. Buy comics, no. support, especially the pros. You should buy that one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but that there was there was no going back after that. I, I guess to the if comics, you have to shop not to shoplifting. Shoplift your first comic so that you buy <laughs> there you more go. than you can afford after that. It's an investment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, in the intervening years, I would. Uh, writing short stories, punk songs, uh, uh, very, very bad emo poetry. I decided I wanted to be a writer. And, um, you know, uh, at a certain point, the two connected back up together and I came up with this idea. I knew it had to be a comic. And here I am. What made you realize it had to be a comic? Like, why this medium? Uh, a few things. Uh, first of all, just the the depth of uh, collaboration, uh, the idea that I could kind of work with another artist and really just get the best out of both of what we can do. And also, you know, with, uh, a spy story, just having something so action packed, I really wanted that visual element to, to go along with it. Nice. Um, okay. So, well, about this comic. So, um, was this, was this self-funded? Like how did this comic come about? Like, uh, I guess yeah, physically. T- so just the whole process of it. Yeah. Um, I funded each of the four issues of the first story arc uh, through Kickstarter campaigns. Uh, basically paid uh, Yelena Georgievich, my amazing artist, up front and um, ran a Kickstarter campaign to uh, to get it into print, to 
raised the money for the print run. And then after that, you know, had some extra copies and uh, selling them at cons and stuff like that to uh, to break even and hopefully make a little bit of money for myself as well. Nice. That's all. That's always the best part is making money. What was the experience, <laughs> right? What was the experience like working through Kickstarter and kind of self-funding this? And I mean, indie comics is so full of people that kind of started from the ground up and, and just did it because they're passionate and because they care so much about the story they're trying yeah. to tell. What was that experience like? Like, tell us the, the passions and the struggles of self-publishing. <laughs> Honest. Yeah, honestly, it was it was something I was super prepared for and familiar with from like growing up in the punk scene where it's yeah. like, oh, I have this, I you know, I going to shows, so I'm going to start a band because that's what you do. And yeah. so I like read, you know, I like reading comics, so I'm just going to write some comics and self-publish and do it. You know, took some time to to kind of learn what I was doing and and uh, uh, all of that, but um, you know. Uh, hard work and heartbreak, but I also just, uh, especially when I first started doing it, like I would order like shipping envelopes online yeah. and I would be like, this is so cool. I'm buying shipping envelopes. I'm going to send things to people. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it just that yes, awesome of stamps. an experience overall. <laughs> right? <laughs> but it does, I feel like it has a sense of pride too, because like yeah. this is a hundred percent yours, you know, nobody really, I mean, obviously probably a, a bunch of people helped you make it happen, but like it yeah. really was your baby and your creation. And, and that's, that's very cool. Yeah. Well, I would like to say that it is, you know, uh, a very, again, collaborative, uh, art form. I, you know, co-own the series with, uh, my co-creator, Yelena Georgievich, and she's just, She's just such an amazing like artist and storyteller, and I, uh, I agree that it's you know a huge labor of love, and I put everything of myself into it, and I love seeing it all back. But she's also you know an enormous part of of why this comic exists and why it's good. Yeah, you know, it's co- making comics is kind of like making a baby. You need an <laughs> artist and a writer, and they come together when they love the story very, very much. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so how did y'all get to – like how did y'all um, – did you picture the idea or did she already yeah. know about it prior? How, how did the how did that come about? Strangely enough, I met her uh, – I put out an ad on the, the good old digital webbings forum back when those were a thing. Um, they seem to be mostly defunct now, but uh, I put an ad out and she responded and she was by far the best – person to respond and most into what the story was and so we picked it up and we ran with it that's great that's awesome what do you feel like like with the art like since we don't get to talk to her today you know what do you think her greatest contributions were and what are some things that really stand out to you in that process um my absolute favorite thing about yelena's art is her uh her faces are just so expressive she captures just a range of emotion that and, and I'm the worst when I'm writing scripts because I, I you know I'm like you know this character is really kind of feeling like this but they just <laughs> went through this you know it's just absolutely no visual cues about what she yeah. should be drawing and she just nails it every single time and it just ugh, it just blows me away yeah absolutely all right and um, just uh, diverting a little bit of attention away from that for a moment but uh, what was the first comic you wrote <laughs> Uh, the first comic I wrote was the prose issue number one, believe it or not. Oh, I, I really? Kinda... Oh, how about that? Debut and funded on Kickstarter. That's awesome. 
So this is pretty much like a debut for you and everything, huh? Yeah. That's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> See, usually the ones that we thank talk you, to, they tend to have some prior, some like prior books that they've already done. But this is like the first one right there. I think that's uh, that's pretty awesome, actually. It makes me more more excited all the reading. Yeah. Now. I mean, you, you never did thank any you. trials, like whenever you were a kid, like when I mean, after you got the uh, the very per- the very purchased Transmetropolitan, you didn't just write like a little well, okay, like Garfield or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that you mentioned it, there were a few. Um, Sweet. I knew there it. was one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There was there was one I did in college, uh, and it was just the filthiest thing imaginable. Oh, okay. uh, Ooh, <laughs> I think I have time for this one. <laughs> uh, my friend and I. So you know, have you ever read? Have you ever started reading like newspaper comics and then like kept reading and gotten all the way down to the bottom where they're just like not funny and just like really kind of they're like the soap opera strips like yeah. uh, Rex Morgan MD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we took Rex Morgan MD and we rewrote it every single day uh, for like three months. And the thing about soap opera superhero uh, about uh, newspaper soap opera strips is they're. Uh, they're supposed to be able – you're supposed to be able to follow them only reading on Sundays because so many people only get them in the Sunday paper. Well, we were writing it every day and we got really bored of having it move at this glacial pace. And so we had to write like seven times as much story as them and make like just the most awful humor jokes every single day. Uh, it was really fun. Uh, but that was my second comic now that I think about it. My first one was in third grade. My friend who was kind of a cult leader told us all that we were going to uh, make comics and get them funded, uh, You know, get uh, sponsorships from local businesses. And so I made up this really terrible superhero comic about this guy who could inflate himself like a balloon but then he couldn't like control himself and so he had to have people like hit he, he he had to have other people hit him or hit bad guys with him. It was really dumb uh, and just the most pointless powers, everybody. Um, yeah. And then that lasted like a month and then uh, the cult leader friend decided that comics weren't cool anymore and <laughs> scuttled the whole He moved bit. on to real porn. <laughs> he had to up his game. That is up in the game. For sure, for sure. Awkward pause from Steve there. You never know. Maybe it happened, guys. (laughs) That's cool, though. Connection issues. Absolutely. (laughs) But yeah. Well, that's great. I mean, it seems like you have such a background in writing that I'd like to actually hear. um, Who are your literary and or artistic influences that went into into this, especially making the pros and all the work that you've done? Thank you. Yeah. uh, I I mean, obviously, Warren Ellis is huge. uh, And... Also on the comic side, you know, Matt Fraction oh, and yep. oh yes, uh, <laughs> his, uh, that I picked up like the first trade of Hawkeye, and oh, when I was yeah. trying to teach myself how to write uh, the prose, uh, you know, the first issue, my first comic script, I must I kept that comic on my on my bedstand, and I must have read it like five hundred times, just. Okay, what are you doing here? What is this? Um, on the non-comic side, um, Kurt Vonnegut was a huge early influence. Oh, some I love kind Vonnegut. of weird stuff like, oh yes. Um, let's see. Uh, re- lately, I've been really into um, uh, like China Mieville and Colson Whitehead. Mm-hmm. Uh, just really sort of. Um, 
materialist, fabulist uh, sci-fi and fiction. Um, and then my my all-time favorite uh, author right now is Thomas Pynchon. And I wow. will suffer whatever, you know, uh, hipsterdom I sound like by saying that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. What um for the pros in particular, what do you love most about it? Uh I I love ex- just exploring the weirdest part of the world, you know, just <laughs> yeah. I get an idea about something that I don't understand in real life, you know, cuz I I really try and ground it in in sort of like reality dialed up to 120 yeah. percent you know for the first mission they're investigating the standoff out in the middle of the nevada desert between a cult who worships guns and lives inside a 10-story handgun uh and the fbi who might bomb and kill them all at any minute and so you know i'm you know, my next story arc is going to be about a tech company who predicts uh, who creates an iphone app that claims to predict the future and um, oh. A privatized slash Amazon warehouse. So I'm I'm really like, uh, yeah, I'm really kind of trying to uh, uh, get into the nitty gritty of things that I don't really understand about the world, but I want to, yeah. and uh, just raise a lot of interesting questions, hopefully, and uh, and yeah, see see you peel back the guts and see what's down there. Yeah, that's awesome. I know so often we talk about like write about write what you know, but I think it's always so much more compelling when someone writes about what they don't know and kind of figures it out along the way and you have a new perspective on it. And um, that's so awesome. And then because I know it was like a three part series, but then are you looking to continue it then? Like how long would you love to see it continue for? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So um, I'm I've committed to doing a second volume. Um, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Um, I've got some titles that, uh, that I'm developing right now that I'm going to try and start first. But uh, Elena and I are both really excited to, to circle the wagons when we're ready and, and uh, come up with volume two. Um, if I, in a perfect world, I could see it going like 20, 30 issues. Um, but you know, we'll see, we'll see as it goes, uh, volume by volume, how we're doing and, uh, and you know, what the, what the excitement and the, yeah, I like, I like how Mark Maron, like you are, you're like the Mark Maron of comic books. You're just like, I don't know what this is, so let's figure it out. (laughs) 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 Let me work on it and then I'll just figure it out as I keep going. (laughs) Do what? Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> that's a high compliment Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I would love it I, I wish I was more like Mark Maron <laughs> oh my Don't gosh so like um, so with all this so what is your particular audience like who are you writing for exactly that's a great question um, you know my uh, I think it was uh, it was at LA Comic Con not this last year but the year before and uh my girlfriend was there with me, and after like day two, she was like, "You know, I've seen the strangest thing about your audience." And you know, I don't really pay attention to these sorts of things while I'm at a con. I'm just trying to sell to anybody who walks by my table. Right. She's like, "Yeah, you have you have you have three like really distinct audience segments, and they don't overlap at all. <laughs> there's like there's like the there's like the you know." Uh, 
dress with beards and he's like okay people who look exactly like me cool uh and then there's like um mid 50s like trench coat wearing conspiracy theorists <laughs> oh now you're speaking to my crowd <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like and then there's like 16 to 21 year old potentially queer women of color and <laughs> no overlap that's awesome that's though. quite that's like, quite distinct you, actually yeah yeah i love it yeah that's awesome um, <laughs> so i guess i guess that's my audience right there so um <laughs> I mean, so well so with that like um i guess trying to find a correlation do you think that maybe a theme is kind of like bringing them bridging them together and what do you think it is Whew. Uh, <laughs> um, I think I think uh, interest in the world, maybe interest yeah, in like yeah. a, a lot of people come to to um, uh, Comic Cons for escapism. And uh, I think, you know, it's it's a, a different kind of person who comes in there interested in stories set in the real world, something that, you know, they're that they're going to be um uh, challenged and excited, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, kind of explore the world around them a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the things that we talk about a lot too, is kind of how do you feel like you're contributing to indie comics in general and the genre? And I mean, I think yours is so particular and so different on its own, but you know, what, what is it that you really want to leave as your kind of legacy? Um, I I mean everything. I want to do all of the projects. I just want to I just want to write, you know. Uh I just <laughs> want to do it all. Uh uh particularly, I mean, political comics interest me, uh but not I'm not interested in like propaganda or, you know, didactic sort of teaching somebody a lesson that sort of J. Michael Straczynski. I love a lot of what he does, but you, you, you kind of walk away with a moral at the end of it. I'm not interested in that. Um, <laughs> You're not South Park, uh, sir. Not. <laughs> uh, so maybe maybe that's it. You know, something that's. Uh, uh, political and, and raising, you know, difficult questions and definitely has, you know, something to say, but, uh, isn't, is interested more in, in viewpoints and, and, uh, looking around and trying to, you know, come up with an answer. So you're more about asking the question than trying to give someone an answer. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, exactly. So are you, like, are you, uh, are you interested in going to kind of to the big two, uh, DC and Marvel, or are you just kind of, like, how do you feel about indie comics as a whole? I mean, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I said, I, I grew up on that stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, I would be crazy not to not to uh not to dream of something like that. Um but I also, you know, I I look at what I read these days and you know, I, I keep a couple Marvel titles on pull, but yeah, you know, most of it is from from indie publishers. I feel like those are yes. a lot of the most sort of um um interesting and challenging uh titles out there to me. So and then there's you know, I go to shows and I look around and I um I see things that I, you know, artists who I just love and I want to just devour all of their work. And, uh, told you it was a tasty sausage. 
So yeah, yeah. Uh, I totally lost track of what your question was. It's totally cool yes to everything. It, it kind of like well, it kind of wants me to ask now because we ask this a lot. Do you think that this is the golden age of indie comics? Huh. <laughs> um, you know, I there haven't been a whole lot of years in which I was a, a person with enough disposable income to buy indie comics like I would like. Yeah. So it's really hard for me to to answer that in any sort of definitive way. You can point to, you know, sort of the underground comics movements in the 60s and 80s and, you know, yeah. were those better? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I mean, you had, certain King, you had like more what? Of them. Yeah, you had like what, Kingston Comics and, and all the other ones out there? Like Shazam and The Question and what's some of the other ones? Yeah. Charlton. Charlton. Or... Oh, I was thinking about Charlton, not Kingston. Charleston, that's what I was thinking about. Oh, yeah. There's, there's certainly more now, oh, I think, yeah. Oh, yeah. than ever before. And that's fantastic. You know, it's because I live, I live in Santa Barbara, which is not known as like an entertainment hub. It's not L.A. or it's not, you know, uh, New York. And so, um, you know, I... I go online or I go to a show down down in a, a place that is big enough to have shows and I'm like, wow, everybody is doing this. I'm just like a – I'm just a needle in a haystack and then I come home and I'm like, there's zero other people in this town who are doing what I'm doing. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, an odd, it's an odd mix. Now, um, looking at all this, we've looking we've been looking at a lot of positive stuff of this. But here's an interesting question that we've been recently. Well, we've got posing a negative question for you now. Everyone's favorite <laughs> in a way kind of it's question. negative, but we we want your perspective. It's on in this good fun. It's in it's good, good fun. fun, and it's only a recent thing that we've been doing too, which is which shows you just how much we've been wanting to do I, this. I think it's been five months now because it was from Joshua Williamson. Was that five months ago? I think or was that so. Like, I would think it's a little bit more recent. Time flies that. when you're asking negative questions. Be. I know, it right? Yeah. But anyway, the question is this. What <laughs> is the worst review you have ever gotten? The worst review. The worst review I've ever gotten at all. You know, uh, I feel like uh, I would rather somebody read my comic and say this is trash and I don't get it than, um, than not pick it up and not give it a shot. And oh. I get a lot of nobody okay. picking it up and a shot. So so the worst <laughs> review is somebody just keep walking. There's no review. That was like yeah. deep. That yeah, was that a, was deep. A I deep like that. Usually people will tell funny yeah. stories, but that was like. I like Yeah. That's like yeah. when you talk about feedback and you're like, man, this person gave me really bad feedback. And yeah. you're like, yeah, but like they're giving you feedback, which means that they care. Yeah. Which think, is a yeah. positive thing inherently, even if it sucks. I think our worst review for GGG so far <laughs> I've gotten is that we talk too much. And I'm like, yeah, you're, we're, we do podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Literally our job to talk so too much. So we don't talk anymore. <laughs> All of this is just We're going to do one just for them and it's like crickets. Yeah. It's just thirty minutes of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Just we'll just start doing it in silent movie fashion. We'll move our lips, and then we'll have the words come on the screen like it, the a second later. You know, I know you're gonna love me That's for this reference. Oh, do I? Yeah. Uh, I know you're gonna love oh, me for this those... reference. Do you remember the that movie, um, Pootie Tang? <laughs> do you remember that movie? Anybody? Yes. We're like we're, we're I remember just, that was there. I did never see it. We just turns down the music and it's just nothing. Everybody's just rocking out. They'll be us. They're like they're not hearing anything, but they can feel the interview. 
Anyway, feel the energy. All right, sorry about that. Okay, anyways, all righty. <laughs> Maddie, Maddie, ask the next question. Sorry about that. That's gonna be what's on Tyler's tombstone someday. Oh we're my just, god! Like Tyler just put it, yeah, just write it as. Sorry Pootie about Tang. that. Oh man, if my if my tombstone said "Watch Pootie Tang," and that's it, like t- Tyler, Tyler McPhail, <laughs> watch Pootie Tang. <laughs> <laughs> Your work here is done. Uh, so we we have another question that we ask uh, a lot of people because everybody always has such a different and interesting answer to it, um, which is yeah. that there are a lot of writers who suffer from writer's block, uh, and that prevents them from finishing stories. And when it comes to crunch time for you, how do you overcome it? Um, be okay with writing bad things <laughs> by my standards. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> um, because it, I, I anything that I do... I will take exactly as long as I give myself to do it, hmm. you know, uh, so make deadlines um, and, you know, be OK. And this is another reason I love making comics, actually, is I have to stay. I have constant deadlines. I am publishing serially. I have, you know, uh, an audience who's like, hey, where's the next issue? I've got an artist who I need to constantly have new material for her. And so if it was up to me. Uh, I would never publish anything and nothing would ever get finished uh, because I'm just a terrible procrastinator and I have no time management. But because I work in comics, I actually write. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, yeah, good for you. Just, yeah, just just, just through it. It forces you to stay on the ball, in other words, is what it does, huh? Yeah. And, you know, in part of this, uh, again, Tyler, I have to thank you, like, uh, for, uh, for, you know, for showing me uh, these resources and stuff about ADHD. I was undiagnosed for, for many, many years. And it was not until I was in, you know, like 30, 31 years old that I, uh, suspected, you know, maybe there's something going on. There's some reason why I don't have a lot of these skills that other yeah. people seem to have. And you were one of the first people that I talked to <laughs> about it and you really I really appreciate that. Thank Thanks, you, man. You're you're the best. I got, uh, we were talking about that Eagle Con. You're, you're you're the greatest. I, I'm trying to remember what. Do you remember what the convention we met at? I think it was L.A. Comic Con, or yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure it was L.A. Comic. That was yeah. That was that was a great conversation. But I'm yeah. I'm yeah. so happy to help. It's so awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, a great tool for ADHD <laughs> is, uh, and I think we talked about it um, when we interviewed Tyler Page as well. Was um, mm-hmm. yep. there's a yeah that, that YouTube channel? It's um, oh now I forgot what it's called. What is it? ADHD or now I forgot what it's called. Yeah, like, uh, what is ADHD or something like that? Gosh. It's cool. It's a cool <laughs> website. It's it's, it's a girl and her husband. How to how to how to how to ADHD. It's a cool channel. But yeah. I'm so happy for you, man, and I'm happy that like you're churning this stuff out. This is that's amazing. Which but, to that point, what you. you kinda yeah. talked a little bit about series that you're interested in doing kind of up next. What are you working on right now? What should we be looking for from you? Um, well, you should be looking for um uh, you know that guy who was in the Trump administration for a hot minute, Steve Bannon? Oh <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> you should be looking for something about a, a fictional char- character, a fictional son of a fictional character like him, uh, <laughs> um, and and a punk band on tour yes. through uh, California as uh, martial law descends and um, and how it all comes together. Um, Interesting. So yeah, that's that's uh, that's the the next thing 
on the horizon and uh you know we'll it's it's in still pretty early stages of development but um got an editor and a script and we're hiring artists and awesome. we're uh, yeah we're getting getting on with it what is um and how are you publishing this is this gonna be self-published as well we'll find out all right <laughs> i'm gonna pitch it around yeah we're gonna pitch it around and see Good. if anybody bites and uh and then we'll take it from there that's awesome yeah perfect anybody else have any questions no i think no, i think we just about to... covered it yeah all right hey so future. steve steve storm in the castle um <laughs> where where are people where can people find this comic book? You can find it at aptly named theprosecomic.com. Yeah. The prose Yeah. And um and is it on PDF? Uh it is I don't I don't sell PDFs okay. right now, but if you ask me really nicely and get in touch with me, uh we can probably figure something out. Perfect. Alrighty. Also, just, you know, PSA, as we encourage you to go and get this comic, this is the Kickstarter description, which yes. I think is probably one of my favorites ever, is guns, spies, claims adjustments, four insurance spies, and a 10-story handgun named America barrel towards an explosive climax. <laughs> That's for the third issue, to be clear, but wow. like, come on, guys. That's amazing. Tell me you don't want to read that. There, there, there's definitely an on <laughs> climax there, too. You, you'll have to read it find out why but uh, okay i'll tell you there's a there's a giant rainbow <laughs> penis gun oh my you guys i'm sorry <laughs> finally we, we, finally knew got Ma- it. we knew maddie was on board then for sure <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't want to read that come Again, on right? comic.com everybody that is how the sausage gets made rainbow penises <laughs> all righty and uh maddie gonna read us out sure let's do it oh wait that's not that is not if, right if you would give me the outro thank you <laughs> Thanks for listening in. Our podcasts are available on iTunes and any other podcast app. And, of course, on our website, thegrandgeekgathering.com. We have articles, video series, and other podcasts, although Indie Comics is kind of the best, available (laughs) for you to enjoy. You can stay updated from our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and we stream on Twitch all the time. Check it out, y'all. Intro is provided by bensound.com and you can go by the pros at that awesome the pros comic website.com. Don't put website in there. Just the pros <laughs> Check it out. It's amazing. Uh, and you can come join the gathering. Have a great week and GGG. GGG. <laughs>